Hello, I'm Pastor Isaac Hammond from Neely United Methodist Church at 1755 Thomas Deflet, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70802. And we're so happy to be in your presence today with the Word of God. And we hope that we are saying something today that can help you from out your life throughout eternity. There is a word for us today as we're celebrating the children going back into school next month. And we will have a school supply drive as well as a free COVID-19 vaccine site at Neely United Methodist Church at 1755 Thomas Deflet, Baton Rouge, Louisiana on July 31st from 2 to 4 p.m. Come out and get your school supplies as well as get your vaccine. There is a word for us today that's found in the scripture according to Amos. Amos was an Old Testament prophet. He was a herdsman. He was a simple man. He did not consider himself to be a great man in the eyes of God or in the eyes of man. He wanted to tend his sheep, but God called him to be much greater than just a shepherd. And God used him to make a change in the world. Amos came along about 230 years after King David and Solomon. God had taken the nation of Israel and made it a great nation, powerful, wealthy, successful as a people. Exactly what God told Moses and that he would make a nation out of him and out of the children of Israel. And God was faithful to his promise. And it's been about 230 years now. And God has seen the people change in their attitude. No longer were they worshiping him. No longer were they following his word. No longer were they keeping his commandments. But they had grown accustomed to doing whatever they felt like they wanted to do. They had changed God's custom and his word to fit their agenda. And so God called a man by the name of Amos to go tell the people what thus says the Lord. And these words are still viable and still present for us today, even though they were spoken over 3,000 years ago. And in the third chapter of Amos, in the Holy Bible, it says, Hear this word that the Lord has spoken, in verse 1, against you. O children of Israel, against the whole family, when I brought you up out of the land of Egypt, saying, You only have a known all the families of the earth. Therefore, I will punish you for all your iniquities. So God is saying, it was a privilege for me and for you to bring you out of slavery in Egypt. And now you act like you don't even know me. But I will punish every family for their iniquities. 
too many times we look at life and we see things that's happening in the world and we just say it just happened by coincidence. But nothing happened by coincidence in the eyes of God. There's nothing that catches God by surprise. And in this scripture, he's telling the children of Israel, because you have backed away from me after I saved you out of Egypt, the same way he saved us from our sin by sending Jesus Christ in our place to the cross. God is asking, it's been a long time. I saved you from yourself. I saved you from your flesh, from the devil, and from the world. Those are the three unholy trinity. Yourself, your flesh, the demonic, and the world. All three of those work to try to pull you from the love of Jesus Christ. But Jesus has come into our life to free us from that. And God is saying, I, I gave you the privilege to be saved. I sent my son to die on the cross for your sins. And now you have backed away from me and forgotten what I've done for you in the past. And because of this, you're punished. Many times we um, just equate things that happen in the world to being a coincidence. But God is saying everything is an act of God. On your insurance papers for your house or your car, um, if a tornado comes or if a flood comes, it calls it an act of God. And that's reality. Some things come into our life because God is trying to get our attention. He's trying to get us to be humble. He's trying to get us to get closer to him. Um, this pandemic was not by coincidence. It didn't catch God off guard. Uh, your situation in your life is not by coincidence. It's not catching God off guard. And if you come to him, he can solve your issues and give you a breakthrough and protect you from the fiery darts of Satan. Everything happens for a reason, and God is in control. And in the next part, in verse 3, God told Amos to tell the children of Israel, can two walk together except they be agreed? Too many times we take that scripture in Amos 3 and 3, and says, uh, where it says, can two walk together, and we look as though man with man. But God is saying, can two walk together? In other words, can I walk with you? And can you walk with me? If we walk together, that means we have to agree on some things. We have to be what? In fellowship, one with each other. Are you walking with God today? And in order to walk with him, you have to submit yourself and let him be what? God in your life. And you have to be humble enough to let yourself be the child in that relationship. He's the father and you are the child. You follow his commandments. You follow his direction and lead. And he has agreed to protect you, to give the very best life to you, to let a light shine in your life so all men can what? See and a light to your pathway. And everything in your life will be fruitful 
according to the will of God. But you have to agree with him if you're going to walk with him. You can't walk with God and don't agree with his commandments, don't want to follow his word, don't want to read his scriptures, don't want to pray and fast and stay in relationship with him. If you want to lead your life, then you cannot walk with God. But only people who agree with each other can walk together. And then in verse 4 to 6, the Bible tells us that God told Amos to tell the people of Israel that he's been trying to reach out to them. In verse 4, he says, The lion roared in the forest when he have no prey. Uh, so uh, the lion is out there in the forest roaring and making noise because he has no what? Prey. And that's how God is. He's making noise to let us know that he is in control. Will a young lion cry out in his den if he have taken nothing? So as the lion that's in a den, the baby lion, and has nothing to eat, he moans and he makes noises to let uh, the bigger lions know that he's what? Hungry. And that's what God says he's been doing. He's been making noise, roaring like a lion. He's been uh, moaning and uttering, trying to let us know how he feels about our life. In verse 5, it says, Can a bird fall in a snare upon the earth where no gin is for him? Shall one take up a snare from the earth and have taken nothing at all? So uh, God is saying the same way a bird gets trapped. He flaps his rings and makes noise. Have you ever seen a bird? A snare is a trap by the bird keeper. And so when a bird is trapped, it makes a lot of what noise by flapping its wings and by making noises with its what? With his mouth. So God is trying to get our attention. Are we listening today? In verse 6 it says, Shall a trumpet be blown in the city, and the people not be afraid? Shall there be an evil in the city, and the Lord have not done it? Imagine yourself walking down the street and you hear a trumpet blasting. God is saying he's been blowing a trumpet and the people not even afraid. If you hear a trumpet blasting as you walk down the street or in the mall or in the church or in your home, you should get afraid to go see what's going on. What's making that great noise? But so many people right now are hearing God speak and see God speak in the world with different things that's happening and nobody is afraid. Nobody even cares what God is doing. Then he says, shall there be evil in the city and the Lord have not done it? That goes back to God being in control of all things. There are evil in our cities, evils that come along in our community. Sometimes evil is in our family. And God lets that come into our life the same way he told Haggai in chapter 1 of the book of Haggai in the Old Testament. He said, you try to store up things. You try to build finances. You try to build increase in your own family. And I come into your house and I blow on it because I'm not happy with the house. And when God blows on it, you got holes 
in your pocketbook, holes in your health, holes in your family structure, holes in the relationship that you should have with your family and with mankind. God's saying, I'm blowing on it and it never shall grow. How's your relationship with God? Are you recognizing God speaking in this world today? He tells us that he's given us the privilege of what? Grace and mercy that we did not deserve. And if we don't want it, we'll have what? Trouble in our families. In verse 3, he says, can two walk together unless they agree? So God is saying, can I walk with you? He's given an invitation. But if we walk together, we got to agree on some things and some terms. I have to be God in your life. And you have to be the child. I don't have to do what you say. But you have to follow what I say. And I will lead you to green pastures. Then he says that he's making noise like the lion. He's making noises like the young lion who's hungry. He's making noise, letting us know, trying to speak to us like the bird that's trapped in the fowler snare. He's making noise like a trumpet blowing in the city. And he's making noise when you see evil in your city. God is speaking right now. Are you listening? Are you walking with God? Come back to him and let your own desires go their way. I'm here today to tell you that God loves you. And I'm going to say a prayer right now. If you believe by faith, I want you to say that prayer along with me. Let us pray. Gracious God, I believe in Jesus Christ. I accept him as my Lord and Savior. I repent of my sins, the ones I did knowing and unknowing. Lord, forgive me. I believe that Jesus died on the cross and gave the Lord's Supper before he went to the cross. But early that Sunday morning, he got up with all power in his hand. Wash me, cleanse me, create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. Let me be part of the Holy Family to live forever with you in glory. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. We love you at Neely at 1755 Thomas Deplet, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70802. And we're reminding you on July the 31st from 2 to 4, come get your school supplies and your COVID-19 vaccine free of charge. We love you. Stay encouraged. And remember, keep a smile on your face. For that smile may be helping somebody else along the way. Be blessed.